0: Morning and welcome to my morning rant. We are going to talk today about uh, the first weapon that uh, this uh, soldier has and uh, we are going to spend some time onto that to see exactly what it is. Uh, We are going to look at the belt of truth. What does it mean uh, to, um, you know, when you say the belt of truth and we'll take a look at that and Uh, First, we want to look at the dressings of the soldier. Uh, Beltius is um, what they call the belt of the Roman soldier. Uh, The cingulum is another terminology that they use. And that belt is very important because actually it is the piece that holds together armor, um, you know, in a secure place. It holds everything together and um, uh, also it holds uh, uh, part of his swords and stuff like that. So this is a very critical part of the armor uh, because, like I said, it holds everything else securely. It's that belt, um, uh, beltius, um, that is basically a belt. So it is, the Bible says, Um, the belt of truth. Now, what is truth according to what does the Bible say? What does the document says is truth? And we have to go with that. And uh, because as as warriors, we have to be familiar with our weapons, as I stated. So uh, let's see in the word, in the Bible, in the document, the Bible is a legal document. So we're going to take a look at the legal document to see what it tells us um, is truth. And we're going to take a look at 1 John 1.14, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So we know that truth, and if you see the Word in 1 John, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Then was in the beginning with God all things were made by him. There was not anything made that was not made. So we know that Jesus Christ, the Bible tells us, in the beginning was the Word, and the Bible calls Jesus the Word, and calls him the Word or truth. It says that he's full of grace, and he's full of truth. Um, And so uh, we, uh, Jesus makes a statement. He says, I am the way, and truth. So uh, that is in John fourteen six. So we see that Jesus is identified as truth, as the word of God, uh, the living word, we call it. We get a chance to see the living word. And you know, one of my favorite scriptures that I've always, uh, you hear me say it over and over and over again, Jesus says, San- sanctify them uh, through uh, thy thy truth, thy word is truth. So he's saying, Sanctify them through your word, in other words. And so that is in John 17, 17. Uh, again, let me read that. Sanctify them through thy wor- thy truth. And then he he is very specific as to what the word, Father. That's truth. And so we can read it then. Sanctify them through your word. And as we continue, I want to just pull scriptures so that you can get a chance to see that the Bible equates Jesus Christ um, as the Word. And when you're looking at Jesus and what he says and what he proclaims, he's proclaiming truth, he's proclaiming what he has seen the Father, uh, and the Bible tells us that he just do what the Father does. And so as he is doing what the Father does, um, we know then that the Father is speaking. So as we see, uh, Jesus mentioned again. There's scriptures that talks about all through the Bible. If you go through, and you'll see the correlation where uh, Jesus Christ is the Word. He because and John states it. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word is God. So we have Jesus Christ. This living Word is God, and um, as is one here demonstrating to you and I how to utilize truth in our behalf. For he utilized truth when the enemy came to him, when he was tempted. And the Bible says that the enemy says, you do this, and it says, immediately Jesus said, it is written. What is written? So he begins to relay the truth to Lucifer. And so uh, we see that uh, this Jesus Christ that you and I serve is truth. And... um, uh, he makes a statement in John 8, at 8, 32, 31, uh, where he states, he says, Then Jesus said to the Jews who believed him, If you abide in my words, you are my disciples indeed. In other words, what he's saying, If you abide in truth, you are my disciples indeed. And uh, um, 32 reads, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. And so, you know that the word of God, which is truth, and the truth shall set you free. So the Word is truth, and that is the foundation by which you and I have to build all of our other weapons on, and the Word of God, which is truth. And I said to you, sanctify them by truth, which is your Word. And so, uh, uh, as I mentioned to you yesterday, I went through to show you that you have to believe in who you are as, the, as a child of God. and Once you uh, recognize who you are as a child, and as you begin to learn about the principles of the Word and all of the different things, the book of Hebrews tells us about the power of the Word of God, and which is truth. And that's why I keep telling you guys that your situation, the schemes that the enemy has um, put into your life, that are temporary. Um, meaning that uh, uh, those, uh, uh, those, all those situations are not the truth, according to the scripture and the teaching of the Bible. And uh, the, the when I'm looking at the legal document, that is what the Bible is. When we look at the legal document, it tells us that sickness is not the truth. When you and I are in sickness, it is not the truth. It tells us that poverty is not the truth. Ignorance is not the truth. He says, if you lack wisdom, ask for it. Um, So every single situation that is before you today that is um, not of God is not the truth. It is simply a one of the wiles of the devil that he has brought into your life and you have to resist that um the wiles the schemes that he has brought into your life and you resist the schemes that he has brought into your life by um uh, the word this is you know that you, you resist the devil and he will flee and how do you resist him by what Jesus did you, Jesus example of the um, of using the word of God to get desired outcome. So I want to focus on that to make sure that you guys truly understand that the word of God is absolute power. Uh, when we're talking about anything, the word of God is absolute power. And um, uh, you and I, as we begin to use those words, as the, the Bible tells us about a lot about uh, confession. And when we use the Word of God, we confess it, it brings um, changes in the situation. Um, So we then call things uh, into existence by confessing the Word and by bringing the Word. So every situation that you have before you, that is standing before you, there's a scripture Um, So what does uh, uh, the Bible tells us that uh, sickness is a temptation because you and I in reality are healed. So in the spiritual realm, God has given to us all things pertaining to life and to godliness. So in his eyes, in the eyes of Jesus, in the eyes of the enemy, in the eyes of the devil, you are healed. His eyes, he knows that you are healed. But his plans and the schemes that he has Um, that when he uh, brings something into your life, into your family, that uh, because you haven't um, applied and released your weapon, um, which is the Word of God, and once you bring the Word of God, the Bible says, which is the foundation by which everything else is built on uh that uh if you look in the scripture you see that what you and i confess you know which is the word of god eh, we bring those things into um into uh, existence we know that proverbs eighteen twenty one tells us that life and death are in the power of our mouth so as we use our mouth and confess the word of god in every situation every plan that the enemy brings to us um we know then that uh, uh, they are not going to be um, how how should I say it? Th- they will not prosper if we bring the word of God to it it will nullify nullify the plans of the enemy because you remember what God says for, to you he says um, I know the plans that I have I know what I got for you guys and um, uh, it is up to you and I to begin to institute the blessings of God through releasing of the words, you don't have the words here, not to just to hold it and not do anything with it. You know, it is one of the weapons that you and I have. And um, the Bible says that God called those things that are not as though they were he, his words. And he says that his words never return void. How many times have I told you guys about that? So you and I have this particular power and that power The Word of God is utilized through our confession, um, what we say with our mouth. And as you study the scriptures, there's so much in the Bible about um, uh, uh, what we say and what happens with what we say. The Bible tells us this. So um, I want you guys to recognize that the sword, the belt that we're using, that we have that holds this whole armor together is the Word of God. And it tells us the power of the Word of God. The Word of God in the book of Hebrew um, tells us that the power of the Word of God is so powerful as able to divide, you know, uh, the soul and the spirit. Um, so you and I uh, have that kind of stuff in our weaponry. And because we are, again, that's why I wanted you guys to understand uh, what you have, the weapons that you have. They are not carnal, mighty um, they are mighty stuff. The Word of God guy. The Word of God created the universe. Uh, he released the Word of God and it created the universe. And we see that all through the scriptures. So um, that is the foundation. As I mentioned to you, this is the belt. Um, and the belt is the one that holds the whole armor in place, is the Word of God. And then every situation. Apart from that, the Bible tells us that we ought to do something about it. And that's what we read in Second uh, Corinthians. And it talks about, the wep- for our weapons are not uh, carnal, they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. It tells us all of these different things that these weapons do. Um, and so you and I uh, need to make sure that we utilize the Word of God and we utilize that by our mouth. That's how we least the power of it. For though we walk in those in the world, we do not wage war um, as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every uh, pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. Any pretension that sets itself, any argument, we demolish arguments. When, uh, what argument are you dealing with? Is it sickness, this argument that uh, you have um, diseases, that you're poor, that you're weak? What is the argument that is before you that you're dealing with today? Well, the Bible tells us that you and I have allowed them to become strongholds And we have one weapon that is very powerful that we can utilize. And this weapon is what's holding this entire armor that we are wearing in this spiritual warfare together. That is the power of the Word or the Word of God is truth. So every situation that you have, find the truth about it and then begin to confess the truth. On your circumstances. And when you confess this, the truth on your circumstances, you will see the results. Sometimes right away in the spirit realm, it has already taken place. And the manifestation in, and when it comes to your life, that waiting period, once you release your faith and the word, the truth in it, um, bring it up and then you begin to, to speak and release that the truth. And so you'll see there's an auto piece to the, weapon as, as you release your fate and all that stuff is um, has to be tied into the word of God and we're going to look into all of that but I want to relate to you guys that the second weapon that we have access to as uh, in this warfare is the word of God which is truth and we can see, we'll see that we can use this word like a sword and we will see it uh, later on in this development of this uh, soldier, this warrior in the Roman times. As I mentioned, um, the, the, the armor consists of six uh, um, uh, um, uh, weapons, and the seventh that we talked about was spare. So um, we will going to pick up tomorrow, and we're going to talk about the, the other armor, and we're going to take them one at a time. And uh, I want to go through, as I mentioned to you, um, I believe that there are so many more. And I'm going to pick up a bunch of the main ones. And we're going to go through them so that you can f- be familiar with. But the belt of truth, um, Belthius, um, um, that is a part of the Roman uh, dress, the armor. That belt is the, um, is the piece that holds the armor securely. And so that, as the scripture tells us, is the word of truth, which is God's word. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we, beh- we beheld the glory of the only begotten Son of God, or of the Father, full grace and truth. So Jesus Christ was the manifestation of the word of God, which is truth. He said, I am the truth. I am truth. And when you look at him, he displayed that. He said, I am the truth, and I am the life. No man comes to the Father. that sanctify them through thy truth. Sanctify them through Jesus Christ. You know that he has sanctified us when he died and his blood and all of things. So sanctify them through thy truth thy word. So there's a play there that you can see. Sanctify them through me, your word, your word is truth. In John 17, 17. The Bible tells us that you and I are called to live by faith. It says in the scriptures, the just shall live by faith and we walk by faith, not by sight. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world for our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.